Welcome to Spirit in Action. My name is Mark Helpsmeet. Each week, I'll be bringing you stories of people living lives of fruitful service, of peace, community, compassion, creative action, and progressive efforts. I'll be tracing the spiritual roots that support and nourish them in their service, hoping to inspire and encourage you to sink deep roots and produce sacred fruit in your own life. Let us sing song for the dream. Guests for Spirit in Action come to me from all over the place, and please remember, listeners, that wherever you are hearing this, you may know of someone who is doing some form of world healing work who I should speak to. If that's the case, just find my contact info on the NordenSpiritRadio.org website and get in touch. And I especially love to feature healing workers in the areas where these programs are broadcast. But today's Spirit in Action guest came to me as I was arranging for him to be one of the folk dance leaders at the annual National Quaker Gathering I attend called FGC, Friends General Conference. It turns out that Brian Eastman is connected with something called Alt-Med, which encompasses a number of -of out-of-the-U.S. mainstream healing modalities. What's more, Brian has been working in three cities around Cincinnati to help the Alt-Med community to cross-fertilize, to learn more of the options out there, and to share that knowledge. And what's even more, Brian has evolved his own technique, which goes by the name LIFT. That's L-I-I-F-T, for Life Improving Internal Focus Technique, that people can use to produce astounding improvements amazingly quickly sometimes in just a few minutes. As part of this interview, which is being held before a small audience, Brian will demonstrate the technique with the audience, including you, the listener, so you can get an idea of its power. Time to speak with Brian Eastman about Alt-Med and Lift and World Healing. Thank you, Brian, for joining me today for Spirit in Action. You're welcome. It's a pleasure to be here. You know, we've been talking over the last month, both phone and email, exchanging conversations. So I've got an idea of your work now, but I don't really have much sense, Brian, of what you were trained in, what your work was supposed to be before you followed this leading. I've done a little of everything in my life. The core element has always been lifting the world up one person at a time. When I was a partner in that agency, we tried to do things righteously and to never speak untruth in our promotion. I kept looking for ways to help people heal, and I needed healing myself. Uh, Back in my 20s, I was crazy. And by grace of God, I found people who were doing weird enough stuff that I was able to get well. And just sort of following wherever the path led. So I performed, toured for a number of years, and all my performances, while there was an entertainment element, and we did a lot of shows in schools, there was always some underlying message about how this is how the world works so that students would get at least some structure, even if they were getting no structure anywhere else. Because we were doing a lot of shows in very poor or very troubled districts. 
And just to know that you can figure it out sometimes is beyond what a kid has heard anywhere else. And what kind of shows are you talking about? Let's see, I toured as part of the New Europa Troubadours, Music, Song, and Dance of the Lesser Known Peoples of Europe. And within that context, we'd end up talking about how important it is to have a community that you work with, that you support each other to get through life. We traveled as a singing train man. I'm American history from the eyes of a train. So we took little pieces of American history and talked about it in terms of application to getting through life. Even something as simple as the old Ben Franklin saying, modified, to keep a secret, you keep it to yourself. Tell one more person it's no longer a secret and you never know who's going to hear it because a lot of kids don't know that until they have a bad experience. As time moved on, as schools stopped hiring performers, I ended up more and more in a ministry and in healing. People were coming, hurting. The people who got me well back when I was crazy, they were not around anymore. And it was, oh gosh, what can I do to help them move forward? Because just telling them to go see a talk counselor, I already know that doesn't work, at least for most people. And over time, I started collecting information about different processes, different people doing things. And there's a flowering of that now. And most of them are for the physical healing But what about the emotional side? And I started finding how information I had started fitting together, and people would come in and they'd leave feeling better. And it wasn't therapy. We were just getting rid of the damage. And so it's sort of my whole movement through life is morphosed into sharing information about various healing techniques, helping people find the ones that will work right for them. Because, you know, looking at regular medicine and alternative medicine, There's so many things out there. What's going to work for you? And I've seen enough people spend hundreds and thousands of dollars going here, going there, going somewhere else, none of which did them any good. And I figured out how we could point them in a way to feel better. And at the same time, for the emotional side, I have something so powerful that I've had psychotherapists tell me it's the best thing they've ever seen. I share all this. I'm a convener of healers gatherings now, monthly healers gatherings in three different cities. And what we do is each month, A healer doing something different, something lesser known or unusual, comes in to share with other healers what they're doing so each of the other healers can become more aware of it, perhaps adapt it, or at least have a referral source, spreading the information so more people can live a happier life. Is that healing, those kind of healing circles, the modalities that people are bringing together, is that what we mean by alt-med or... I assume that that's a moving target because there was a point where acupuncture was considered alternative and now it's pretty mainstream. Uh, so much Well, of, mainstream-ish. It's walked over the yeah. line from woo-woo to there's a lot of reputable doctors who are saying, yeah, you need to go to an acupuncturist. Mm-hmm. So what do you mean or what do you intend by uh, you, you In a sense, you just defined it. There's stuff that you'll find, if you will, covered by insurance or that a traditional allopathic uh, physician will do or recommend. Recommend. And then there's stuff that isn't, whether it's got extensive medical research behind it or whether it's something just different. And so Alt-Med is the stuff that maybe is being done by a physician. Like there's a physician in my town who injects ozone gas into joints that are arthritic. He did it to me. I asked about it. He said, well, in Germany, this is the standard treatment. It reduces inflammation, rebuilds cartilage. I had an arthritic knee when I walked in. I didn't when I walked out. That's all med. There's, he's the only one in town that I know of. I just heard in Indianapolis there's one guy who just discovered it, and he's trying to do it on everyone. Well, that's not much better than being selective. But it's the stuff that, as you say, 
will become mainstream probably. Or if not, I have some assurance at any rate from what I know that it's effective. I certainly don't want to scold you, but keep in mind that my wife is a psychotherapist, and so... There's good purpose for psychotherapists. I'm not knocking them. I know, but, I, know uh, I know. I'm I'm joking with you here. Well, no, but you raise a, a good point, because I have encountered psychotherapists who thought I was trying to steal their business. No, what they do is good, but I can do something much faster than they can so that they can do their part faster. An example, I had a client, oh, she started maybe a month ago, Halfway into our first session, this is with Lyft, the piece that I developed, Life Improving Internal Focus Technique, Lift Your Life to a Happier Place. Halfway into the session, she says, well, I'll take the swearing out of it. Well, doggone it, she says. We have just covered three big issues that I didn't get to with my psychiatrist for 10 years. And now, if she's continuing to go to a psychiatrist, the junk is out of the way. Now she can put in whatever structure she needs. That's the job of a psychiatrist. And I do have psychiatrists who actually collaborate with me. They tell the person, go see him, and then come back to see me, sort of thing. And I will send people to a psychotherapist or a pranic psychotherapist because there's some things, you know, talking about this particular process lift, it does some things very well. It gets rid of damage. It changes internal operating structures from, as a horrific example, they want me dead, to I want to live, I choose to live, I choose to live well. We're really shifting the software. But then comes the dealing with how do I deal with, for instance, often, the parents who wanted me dead. How do I deal with people who actually love me? How do I figure out how loving? That's, that's not our province. Our province is get rid of the damage. The same with a lot of the physical types of modalities. There's things they do very well. But Ideally, they're mixed with other elements that complement it. A general belief of mine is there's no particular issue, but what probably there's a, if you use two or three different approaches, people, modalities, you're going to heal faster. And I've actually created a process now so that if someone comes into me and says, here's my problem, we actually can go through a list. The list I have right now is 60 or 70 modalities and practitioners and say, okay, which of these is best suited to help this person with this problem. And we talk to the person subconscious on a 0 to 10 scale. And any of the modalities that test better than 8 probably you ought to look at. And 1 or 2 or 3, you're more likely to get healed than if you're only going one place where, for instance, every solution is a hypodermic or something. There's also, you already alluded to this, and so I want to follow the line. You talk about physical versus internal emotional that. I think you refer to it as kind of the internal operating system that we have. Emotional things in our society, there's been a big change that's happened over the last 100 years. We used to live in community, and now we live in a commercial society where you go out and buy products. So instead of borrowing a cup of sugar from a neighbor, what you do is you go to the store because you have a car and you can order you it You drive on the down internet. to the store and spend 15 minutes when you could have walked next door and knocked on a door in right. a minute. But it's not only that. It's a question whether you have friends there to talk to. You have Facebook friends or you have friends, you know. And I have real friends who I communicate with via Facebook as well. But So I'm not saying Facebook's worthless. I'm just saying we have lost a central part of community and of people who know us well on the deepest levels. That can be bad news because then they know our vulnerabilities and they might use them. So I know where some of the damage can come from. So lift is about the internal stuff. Is it also about physical stuff? Tangentially only. 
the concept within Lyft is that the experiences a person has pre-birth to age 10, the subconscious uses as fodder to write the internal operating software, the operating code, if you will. Think like Windows operating system that from about age 10 on runs your life. So that if in your young years you have chaos, you have really bad things happen. An example I use, two little kids recently born, first one cries, someone quickly picks it up, cuddles it, gives it a a bottle or a nipple. Well, what might that child be led to infer? I'm wanted, my needs are taken care of, I'm loved, I'm safe. Now think of another little child in a less fortunate situation, cries, and someone goes, whap! Okay, they want me dead, trust no one, I'm going to die. Until recently, whichever way the software was written, there was no changing it. A friend of mine who does counseling says, well, you know, a lot of the work we do is workarounds because we, we can't change the original experience. We can just find a way to work around it. Now, unfortunately for us, there was a way to work around it. Transactional analysis developed it. It was called reparenting, where you could have the most happy childhood you ever dreamed of within a therapeutic sense and have those experiences. I can't find anyone like that anymore. TA is gone. But we can at least change the software from I want to die or they want me dead. And by the way, every troubled child I work with, and I work with a lot of pre-10s and pre-20s, they have in their belief system, in their operating, either I want to die or they want me to die. And we have to change that. We change it to I want to live, I choose to live, and I choose to live very well. There are two other ones that are common since I'm on the topic. And if we change just these three, often it's all that's meant. From I expect the worst to happen to I expect the best to happen in my life, and it usually does. And from the world is a dangerous and unfriendly place to the world is a safe and friendly place. Well, there is a component of emotional healing in all physical healing in any case. I mean, there's a reason that the placebo effect is as strong as it is. Placebo effect, often you'll see a physical healing it's, this is not just someone thinks they're better. You can physically see a, yeah, a change yeah. in the body. They don't really know where placebo comes from, but there's so much of the software inside us does control how our body does. So I assume that there would always be effects. And placebo is pretty generally noted as something like 30% of all healing is placebo healing, which means people are healing themselves, and that's something you're enabling. There's a researcher, and I'm blanking on his name. I heard him talk, and he, he spoke about how in order to understand the effect the brain can have on the rest of your life, think of people with multiple personalities where scars appear and disappear, color device change, skin color changes, all because they just switch to a different personality, a different being. And he said any brain that powerful can change just about anything in your life. I wanted to go back, Brian, to something you started with, and I want you to share from about this if you're comfortable. You said back in your 20s you were crazy and that you found healing. I'd be very interested in hearing what kind of crazy you are. There's, I tend to identify a lot of people, including those in high political power offices, as having a certain amount of crazy to them. I think you have to be at least a little crazy to want to be that high in power. Absolutely. Are you comfortable in talking about yeah. your crazy and the healing that happened for you? No problem at all. In my 20s, I was married. Things weren't going well. Uh, we went to a psychiatrist. He had, me, had some tests run on me and told me that I was schizoid and paranoid. I'd never be normal. Uh, we have a talk group here. Maybe it'll help you a little bit and shoveled me out the door. And as I went out the door, he also told my wife to divorce me because I could never be a good husband. I wasn't happy to hear it, but looking back, he was right. I wasn't capable. 
been married 22 years to someone else now, but I grew in between. Walking out the door of the psychiatrist's office, I said, God, I don't know what normal is, but I sure don't like where I am now. Can you help me out? And over the next 20, 30 years, I'd run into this person who did this kind of unusual healing. I think the first one was someone who did Jungian healing, someone else who did structural integration. And by grace of God, I lucked into transactional analysis when it was at its most powerful. And they got me, we'll say, the rest of the way whole, which isn't true because I'm still growing, still changing. But I came to the point that I could have a fulfilling life, a normal life, an enjoyable life, and interact with people without being too weird. In transactional analysis, you know, one of the cores, and you've probably all heard this, is the idea of I'm okay, you're okay. As long as I'm okay, I can treat you and respond to you as if you're okay. And if you prove otherwise, well, then I know that probably I need to behave or interact with you differently or get out of your way. And Lyft essentially moves people toward that. One of the belief statements is, I choose to be around only a positive, nurturing people and avoid toxic people, which is the same thing as I choose to be around okay people and avoid not okay people. Folks, you're tuned in to Spirit in Action. We're speaking with Brian Eastman. The topic today is Alt-Med. We talked a little bit about what that is, and I think it's probably important to provide some disclaimers about what it is not. And Brian, I think you can state these because there are limitations. You're not a medical doctor. You're not a licensed therapist. I'm not a licensed anything except a driver. So what are the disclaimers we should include? What we're talking about here, you should not take as a fixed recommendation for you. Each person has different needs. I'm presenting general information about things I've seen, things I know about, people I know about, that you might want to check out if it seems to address something. But there's no guarantee that it's going to be right for you. I'm happy to work with folks. You know, call me up if you've got questions. We can sort it out together. I have no investment in your working with me or with any particular source. I have an investment in each person getting as well and happy and healthy as they possibly can without my rescuing you to do it. So this is all that I know. I do my best to sort out stuff that's valid from stuff that is at, uh, at best claimed or hearsay. As we talk about different ones here, I'll, I'll tell you what I know or how I've come to regard this as something that's a legitimate alternative approach to healing. And this is also a livelihood for you. Lift is a livelihood for me. Everything else, by and large, is just information that I pass on. We're going to have some demonstrations in a little bit of the kind of work that you do. When I visited the healing center here, again, we're at the Friends General Conference gathering. We're meeting at Niagara University in New York. I went to the healing center, and you used the German device, I think, that you referred to, because I have one leg that has varicose veins, and it's uh, swollen a bit. So you went down your list of 40 or 50, and you could see my leg, and you've watched me folk dance, so you, you could see what I could do. I didn't even do that because I only had two devices here, Okay, (laughs) or uh, two items. And so I could look at that. I happen to know that the German BFI device we have is really good at improving circulation. And I thought, well, no harm is going to come, and maybe it'll help. When you said, Brian, that back in your 20s, you're crazy, you walk out of the psychiatrist's office, you kind of formed a plea, you know, God, what am I supposed to do with this, right? You brought God into the conversation. Mm Mm-hmm. You have on your email, you're listed as a pastor. 
So there's clearly a spiritual basis that's running in your life, and maybe there's a spiritual part which is not part of AltMed, too. I'm sure there's plenty of applications of AltMed which don't have any particular spiritual outlook that goes with it. Or am I wrong? Actually, my mission is to lift the world up and lift individuals up one person at a time. Most people that I do AltMed with have no idea that I'm a minister. If they come talking about some spiritual question, glad to talk to them. But there's 60% of the people out in the general population, according to studies, who've been burnt by people representing religion and the, the God who has served me. I don't want to scare them off, and I don't want to evangelize them. My job is simply to help them have a better life. And perhaps along the lines, they discover that I serve a, a divine who is filled with love, And if they ever get hungry about that, they can ask me questions. But it's not my job to shove that on them or give them an alleged healing or an actual healing, which the subtext is, is you better believe this. So if I'm introducing Lyft or doing a Lyft seminar, one of the first things I say is, look, I'm a minister. I need you to understand. Lyft has only one belief you need to subscribe to in order to heal. And that one belief is maybe, just maybe, I can have a happier life than I do now. Folks, you are listening to Spirit in Action, which is Northern Spirit Radio production, on the web, northernspiritradio.org. Can we all say that together? Northernspiritradio.org. Say it once yourself out there in Radio Land. People do tend to forget it. There's three words, and Spirit in Action is this program. We've got 12 years of our programs for free listening and download on our website, so you can go there and listen to any of these programs, find links so you want to get a hold of Brian Eastman and find out more about AltMed, find out more about Lyft. You can come by NorthernSpiritRadio.org, and that's true for all of our guests of the last 12 years. Uh, let's, Lyft is not the way you think it's spelled. It's L-I-I. FT. So if you're looking on his website or on the internet, if you look for like lifting up a brick, you ain't going to find us. Life improving internal focus technique. Also on the site, there's a place to post comments. Make our communication two-way by clicking and leaving a comment when you visit. It's really helpful for us to know who's listening, where you're listening, and what's going to be helpful to you. There's also a donate button. This is full-time work for me, and there's also an employee involved. We need your donations to be able to continue doing this work. Even more important, though, than supporting us is that you support your local media, your local community radio station in particular. Right now, it appears there are 31 stations nationwide carrying our programs, and they deserve your support. A local voice is so vital because right now our media is more and more concentrated in the hands of just a few. I think there's something like six corporations who control 90% plus of the media in the United States. You're not hearing alternate voices which is why it's important to come to Spirit in Action and to your local community radio station. Brian is here to provide some information about AltMed and a specific technique that he uses called LIFT, L-I-I-F-T. And we're at the Friends General Conference gathering in Niagara University here on campus. Uh, We're in one of their beautiful rooms here in St. Vincent's and talking with an audience of seven people here. And one of the things that we're going to be doing in the second half of the program is to have some experiential observation of what LIFT does. We'll be doing some, some healings where everyone here and everyone listening can participate. But before we go that far, I want to sort of circle around to the physical medical side because we've talked a lot about the LIFT 
uh, and that's great because I'm passionate about it. But I think a lot of people have no idea how broad on the physical side. For some reason, the emotional and psychological side, there's not this flowering of healing methods. For instance, you know, I mentioned uh, the use of ozone gas as an injectable. The physician I go to studies in Europe and actually does presentations in Europe too now. Oh, three or four years ago, he mentioned to me in a conversation that Europe, and especially Germany, was about 40 years ahead of us here in the United States in terms of their medical process. I had arthritis in the knee. It was giving me sharp pains three, four, five times a day. The first time I went in, I thought, well, what's he going to do if uh, he's a lousy doc? And I just say, look, I've got arthritis in the knee. So he gets out this syringe with a long, thin needle. He plugs it into a German device. I know it was German because it had German language on it. And I smell ozone as the syringe fills. And I say, ozone? He says, yes, in Germany, this is the common treatment. It rebuilds cartilages and reduces inflammation. And he stuck that needle into my knee, pushed that gas in. My knee felt like it was a balloon. I walked out pain-free. And I stayed pain-free for, oh, three or four months till I made the mistake of carrying 20 cinder blocks up three flights of stairs. Had to go in for another shot. But it's been 10, 12 years now. All told, I doubt I've had more than seven shots over that time. I can dance on the knee. I am pain-free. And now I hear that a few other doctors are using it. There's a device that was developed here in the United States in the 20s and 30s. And after it proved that in some medical studies that it could destroy cancer, suddenly the government outlawed it. And all all the places where the devices were all caught fire and burnt. But some had made it to Europe. It's called uh, the Rife Blue Light or the Rife Frequency Generator. My wife and I came across some made by a gentleman in this country because he had terminal cancer. He had found an engineer that had helped build the original machine and still had the original notes. And they built a modernized unit. And I doubt there are more than 100. In the, he didn't build it for profit. He just built a batch and saved his life. We, we know two people with terminal uh, cancer who are no longer terminal using one of these devices. It also is designed, though most people don't know about it, to destroy toxic virus, toxic bacteria, and toxic fungal. Now, my wife teaches at a school. She works in flu and cold soup. We've gotten to the point now, if she comes home and is feeling yucky, cold, fluish, or I'm starting to feel that way, we take that device, we put it next to the bed, we run it all night, we're fine by the next morning. They're hard to find. There's a lot of them on the Internet, by the way, that claim to do it, and I have grave doubts. Because I have some background in electronics. I know what they're saying. I know what they're claiming. It doesn't make sense. If you know someone who's looking for one, as I said, there's about 100 of them. I'm in touch with the underground that has them and passes them around. You know, just call me and I'll get you on the list if, if necessary. There's, from Hungary, a computer program, computer-generated software that scans your body using frequencies, because your whole body's made of frequencies just like everything here is. As I recall, the gentleman who uses it, he's the only one in the Midwest that I know of. He said that it scans for 22,000 different sets of bodily functions, looking for what's functioning, what isn't. If it's not functioning, what does it need? An example of the specificity that I got a chuckle out of, a mutual friend of my wife's and mine is Chinese, and she went through the process, and the first thing he came up with, she said, was, you're really scared to speak in public, aren't you? Yes, I just joined Toastmasters in hopes of getting over it, sort of thing. Uh, But even to the point that when there's a specific frequency, in some cases frequencies are the equivalent of a particular supplement or food intake, 
And once that frequency lag is identified, this machine will input that frequency so the body gets it without your necessarily ingesting a bunch of pills. Nifty, again, fairly common in Europe. I only know one person here. I've heard rumors that there's another one in the South. But again, this is what's alt med. It's way outside what traditional doctors are doing. But boy, what a difference. And we've mentioned briefly the German BFI device that my wife and I use. It does something very simple. It increases the blood flow in your body, particularly the microcirculatory system. So there's more oxygen, there's more nutrition, the waste, waste is swept away. That's what it does. There's study after study after. This is one of the people who knows the device says this is one of the most heavily studied medical devices in recent memory. What we never know for sure is how the body's going to respond. Think like if your body got younger, what sorts of discomforts or diseases or malfunctions do you think would disappear when it was like a child getting plenty of oxygen, plenty of nutrition again? And let's again make the point, Brian. You're not doing this as a doctor. Nope. You, you're observing. You know people. Yep. You're happy to refer, yep. connect people up so they yep. can find resources. I do, not th- I do not diagnose. I do not do therapy. I do not prescribe anything. I'm sharing information that I've come across. Thank you. We need to be really clear about that. I'm someone who's omnivorously curious and particularly about health, and I just collect information, and I'm happy to share it. There's a, a process that isn't a device called neuromodulation technique, which I think is so cool. There's one person I know who does it. I'm sure there are some others. Most of the people who've learned this are chiropractors or MDs, but I know a psychotherapist who learned it. And I'll tell you the story how she came across it. It shows what it can do. It essentially reaches in and changes your DNA or refunctions your body. She had given birth to an infant who developed a diaper rash that nothing would stop. Three months, she said, of a baby with no skin on the bottom, just absolutely raw. And a friend of hers said, listen, call this woman in Maryland and ask her to help. She called the woman in Maryland who does neuromodulation technique. The woman said, I'll work it on it for three days. That ought to take care of it. By the end of the second day, there was skin there again. Long distance. A lot of healing now. And lift is another one like that can be done long distance because we're actually working. Some people say it's in quantum theory. I say, well, it's universal frequency, universal energy, or I say it's shamanic. Whatever it is, you're not limited to just who happens to be in your 500-person village anymore. And I have met people whose entire practice load was in China and Russia, always by Skype, in which case MasterCard's a darn nice thing to have. And by the way, folks, I'd mention another program you can listen to on nordenspiritradio.org the interview I did with people from Fireburn Doctor. It's a very interesting interview. I interviewed three different people, four different people actually, who had used the services of Fireburn Doctor. It's long distance, it's healing from fire, so it certainly would qualify as ultimate, I'm sure. They were providing firsthand evidence. The difference, though, that Brian, that about what we're doing here is the gold standard of medical science or even psychological science is this double-blind kind of study. It's a little bit hard to do a double-blind study when people are actually participating in their healing. You can give someone a placebo drug, but that's not particularly what Altmed does. So there is the question. You, for at least one of the techniques you've mentioned so far, Brian, you said that there were plenty of studies done. The device that you used on my leg is one that has had more yes. studies Well, done in the rest it. of the world, it's been class two medical device for 10 to 17 years. In this country, the FDA approved it last month. So it's, you mentioned crossovers before. It, 
in one sense, it's already crossed over in other parts of the country. There's 4,500 hospitals in Germany that use it, even in neonatal units. Here, doctors, by and large, are looking very skeptically, though I have met a Polish doctor who knew about it from Europe and brought one in. So, yeah, most of the stuff, there's not double-blind studies, or if there are, I haven't encountered them. Double-blind studies cost a lot of money. For myself and Lyft, I tell the, my trainees, look, People are going to ask something like, okay, so where, where are all your studies? And I say, yeah, I'm sure we could do studies, but I don't care enough to put energy into that. People get well. If people want to work with me, they get well, great. The first time they work with me, I don't charge them so they can see what it's like. And if they like it, great. If they don't like it, great. But I just don't have energy for doing all that study kind of stuff. And again, if people want to get hold of you, what's the best way? The easiest way is to look up our website, liift.info, not com, .info. Or they can, it's okay to give a phone number out. Better to do that than to email me, honestly. There's 513-724-H-E-A-L, HEAL, 4325. And you can usually get me between 8 in the morning and 8 at night. Again, folks, the link for Brian Eastman and lift.info. Lift is double I, L-I-I-F-T. We'll have his phone number on the NordenSpiritRadio.org website as well. Brian, in the little time that we have left, I would love it if we could have some sharing. You said it's about healing that people in the room here can do, the seven folks who are sitting here. And everyone on radio, too. And the people on the radio. Yeah. So We talked earlier, and I'm going to change the signal slightly. Quakers are known for a disaffinity for many of them for having money. And I was going to say, let's do some money healings. But that doesn't feel right, and I'm going to go with the leading. What we're going to do is we're going to do healings for everybody for some common toxic belief statements. A toxic belief statement is the equivalent of a a buggy line of computer code in our internal operating software. I'm going to read what the people here in the audience are getting on paper the seven key concepts that Lyft uses, because then we can go ahead and start doing some healings without my having to explain as much. So, seven key concepts Lyft uses to help you create a happier life. One, your internal operating software, in other words, your subconscious, governs what happens in your life. Two, your internal operating software knows how many good experiences you are permitted to have each day, and it tries to keep you from having any more. And this is backed from transactional analysis. And I have seen the effects in others back when I was getting well. You're only allowed so much good. Remember back when I talked about the two little kids, one of them getting loved and the other one getting whapped? The one getting loved, we can infer, might get whole hosts of wonderful positive experiences every day, even as an adult. And the one getting whapped, after one or two good things, then some bad bitter happen or something's wrong. Three, remnants of past emotional damage and distress limit both your vitality and the amount of good in your life. I call it emotional rocks that you're carrying on your back. Four, Lyft rewrites your internal operating software to get better results in your life. Five, Lyft dissolves and removes emotional damage from your life. Six, your subconscious knows the path for fastest healing. And seven, and we won't do this here because of the mechanics of it, but during a Lyft healing, we take a before and after measurement of the upper limits of good in your life so you can see the upward change in the amounts of good permitted in your life. In other words, the question we ask the subconscious to show us, of all the love that could be in your life right now, how much is the subconscious letting you actually have? And the sad part is how many people are being cut off at 20% or 25% of all the good, all the love that they could be having right now because that's the upper limit. And then caveats. It's important that you understand Lyft is not any kind of psychological counseling or therapy 
You never have to talk about or remember what happened. Adults heal quickly, children and teens heal even faster, sometimes in just one session. And most people feel really good after a session. A few people, it takes a day or two to adjust to this new reality. So I think we can step into actual having a lift session here, if you That's will. That's what we're going to do. What I'm going to do is ask for a volunteer, whether it's you or someone from here. Oh, okay. Come on up. Come on up. So we have a volunteer from the audience. No, is it okay to say your name? Joan. Okay. So Joan is here. She's going to stand in for everyone to ask questions. So, Joan, what we're going to do is set it up so that you will be speaking on behalf of everyone here for the general choices and the general safety. If there is one negative, then everybody will t- you'll test negative for everyone so that there's safety for everyone involved. Part of LIFT is we always do a safety protocol to make sure that I don't make a mistake or we haven't misjudged something. So the first thing we're going to do is find out if Joan can speak on behalf of everyone here. Are you familiar with the process called muscle testing? No. Okay. Muscle testing, for our purposes, is a way, it's used a lot in chiropractors. Uh, they, they want to check and see muscle uh, or joint alignment. We use it to talk to the subconscious. Subconscious is a computer. All it can do is think yes or no. And it's cut off from the conscious mind. So how on earth do we get it to tell us? Because it, it's tied to universal knowledge. It knows what each of you could have if all the boulders, all the problems were out of the way. There was actually a study done in the 60s and 70s. They were tracking therapists, trying to find out why some patients got well fast and some didn't get well or didn't get well fast. And they were looking to find out what the therapists were doing wrong. It wasn't the therapists that turned out. Therapists were trying to do the same, you know, what they, what they did. It was the patients. Some patients would come in and they weren't behaving very well. Oh, I know we said we'd talk about my mother today, but I'd rather talk about this. They were the ones getting well fast. The ones getting well slowly. Oh, let's see, we're supposed to talk about my mother this day. Where do you want me to begin? So the researchers finally concluded that the ones getting well fast were following some sort of internal guidance. So when I, as I was putting Lyft together, I thought, why should I be the one trying to guess what to do next when the subconscious can tell us? We just need to make it easy for the subconscious to tell us. So we have a, something I'll just briefly mention, but I won't go into detail. The base for a session is our seven healing zones chart. It gives the subconscious a way of directing us to any of 3,500 different healings that need to be made in a matter of 30 seconds. So how do we talk? The subconscious can give us a strong muscle or a weak muscle. Remember uh, the talk about multiple personalities, how different parts of the body. Well, we're just asking the body to be strong or weak. Strong if it's a positive or a yes response. Weak if it's a no response or a response to something toxic. So, Joan, if you would just put your arm out sort of at shoulder level and just hold it there. I need to see about how strong you are. Hold. Okay, now I'm going to calibrate you. Say, my name is Joan, a truth. My name is Joan. Okay, and that's pretty strong. And you guys can come up and you can try it with me or try me if you want to see what it's like. Now I'm going to have you say a falsehood. Say, my name is Ralph. My name is Ralph. And I'm putting less pressure on. Okay, so... Is it safe and appropriate for Joan to speak on behalf of everyone here as we do some healings? And it tests strong. See, her arm isn't going down, so she's strong. And it's safe and appropriate for Joan to speak on everyone here, on behalf of everyone here. Now we're going to check for each of you as an aggregate. Safe and appropriate for all the guests here to have Joan speak on their behalf. And everyone here is ready, willing, and able to have Joan speak on their behalf. Okay, relax for a minute. So what we're going to do, I have a set of belief statements here that our core beliefs, and extremely common problems. And what we're going to do is we're going to ask Joan's subconscious, tied to universal knowledge, it already knows what's on these pages, to show us 
What's the most important one we need to do first? Okay, so give me your arm again. Is it on this page number five? Yes. Um, is it in the first half here? No. And her eyes are closed. So, you know, this is completely, if you will, the shamanic or the supernatural or the spiritual. Okay. Is it one of these? Yes. Is it this one? Okay. So I'm going to have Joan speak for everyone. And you all might want to write it down. But you'll have a chance later either way. Well, actually, no, you probably want to write it down. So I'm going to let you read this. That's easier. If you will say this bold statement, this positive statement right here. I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am. Okay. Now, is this true for everyone here? And the answer is no, because she tests weak. Now we're going to have you say some of the toxic beliefs and see if any of them are regarded as true by the subconscious. Say this first one. I lack the right to be welcomed. Okay. And she tests strong. So that's an internal belief for at least someone here. Try the next toxic. I lack the right to be accepted. Also. True. And this one? I am unwanted. Also regarded as true. Relax for a minute. Now, the positive statement here is one that Eric Byrne, the founder of Transactional Analysis, wrote as his belief of what every client should ultimately walk out of there knowing that you are welcomed, accepted, and loved in life. So this is an extremely common issue. Someone or someones need to have this installed, and we're going to do it right now, assuming it's safe and appropriate. Okay, so... Let's make sure it's safe and appropriate. It's safe and appropriate for everyone here to heal for the positive statement, and everyone is ready, willing, and able to heal now. Now we need to figure out how to do it. There's 36 different ways, but there's six that are common. So what's the appropriate way? Is it a four-quadrant, two-quadrant, self-hug, a right or a left self-hug, and six times out loud, three times out, three times out loud. So put your right hand on the outside with both arms crossed across your chest, other way around, there you go, yes. Okay, now, have you got it memorized or do you need to write it down uh, so that uh, you can read it? The, the words are, I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am, because we're going to say it all out loud together. Okay, you all ready? I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am. I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am. I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am. Let's do one more for fun. I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am. Okay? Now you put your hands together in front of your face, oh, about six inches out or so. Make it like a catcher's mitt, two hands together. What you're going to do is you're going to blow the changed energy from your lungs into your hand, catch it, and then breathe it back in. Ready? Blow out. Okay, now breathe back through your nose. Ah, do it two more times like that. Out. And then in. And one more time. In. The final time you blow out, but then as you breathe in, you pull your hands into your heart. Ready? Blow out. Breathe in, but pull your hands into your heart. Okay, let's see. Joan is speaking for all of us now. Please say the positive words. I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am. I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am. See how strong she is now? She was weak before. That means her subconscious, your subconscious, now has this as the operating statement in your software. Now we're going to check and make sure all the toxic ones are gone. So say the first toxic one here, please. 
I lack the right to be welcome. See how weak her arm is? Next one. I lack the right to be accepted. Also weak. Next one. I am unwanted. Also weak. Now say the positive. Everyone together say the positive one more time. I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am. Oh, one more time. I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am. Okay, turn over the sheet you have or have on another sheet of paper. Write the positive down. So I have a right to be welcomed and accepted and loved, and I am. What you are doing by writing it is you are anchoring it into your software. You're using your kinesthetic memory, your muscle memory, your visual memory because you're watching it, and your audio memory because you're repeating it as you write it. Now, often I'm asked, okay, so how many times do I have to repeat this tomorrow? Or when is it going to wear off? Usually with lift, with lift, this is permanent. Occasionally one will come back up because there's been a trigger. I had one woman who spent three or four months overcoming the huge... You talk about anything that could happen to a child from age 5 to 10, from mother disappearing, they think she's dead, father going crazy, kidnapped, molested, you, you name it. And we got all that damage gone. And then through no fault of her own, she had to spend a week visiting with one of the brothers who had molested her. And when she came back, it was a mess again. But it only took one session to get it all gone again. So it's, you know, this is a fairly permanent thing. However, there's always nuances. We might, if I were working with her on a regular basis, we might have something similar to this come out. You know, it's like a lawyer. The lawyer's always looking for a loophole. Now, let's find out what the next healing. So we're going to ask again, what's the next thing we need to heal for? Now, my first thought is, is there a distress, in other words, a rock on the back, that would be a priority to release right now? And the answer is yes. So I'm going to ask her to give us an aggregate, a 0 to 10 scale, for whatever distress. We actually have a list of 12, but we'll just use the word distress to cover it all. Okay, so 0 to 10 scale, what level of distress is this priority, this most important one for each of the people here? Is it a level 10? Okay, so it's a level 10. So you might want to write down distress, Level 10, because one of the things we do uh, with clients is they write everything down, and then we encourage them to take it home. That way, they're in control of who, if anyone, ever finds out what they're working on. But also, what I find is clients will come in three or four months down the road, oh, I was looking at what we first did. Boy, I sure can't see how my life has changed, which is reaffirming. Okay, so we don't need to know what this is. Remember I said you never have to talk about it, you never have to remember what happened. We're just getting rid of the damage. We know it's a level 10 damage. As it's safe and appropriate for everyone here to heal their particular distress today? And the answer is yes. Okay. And everyone is ready, willing, and able to heal for it today? Yes. Okay. See how strong her arm is? Okay. Now the question is, how are we going to do it? So what's the appropriate way to release this distress? Is it four quadrant, a two quadrant, a self-hug, a head tap? Okay. Simultaneous head tap for... 15 seconds for 15 seconds. So what you're going to do is tap your head like this, but before I have you start, you know, it should be at the top of the head, let me tell you what you might experience. You may see images show up. You may have memories show up. It's okay to watch them. You may encounter an emotion. It's okay to watch it from afar. You do not need to re-experience it. The brain is just going through the method of processing it and finally letting it go. Or you may see colors. Or you may see black and white or nothing at all, and it's all just fine. Each person processes each item differently, and there's no right or wrong. So once we get started, I'll call 
I'll call out the last five seconds, five, four, three, two, one. Meantime, close your eyes and just tap and let this distress, whatever it is, finally be gone. Five, four, three, two, one. Whenever you're ready, stop and open your eyes. You two in Radio Land. Okay, once again, put your hands, like catches mid, in front of your face. Blow the changed energy the three times. Breathe it back in. Blow. And breathe it back in. And again. And again. And one to the heart. Okay, remember that the distress level was 10 out of 10. All of you have healed now. Now we're going to find out what the aggregate level remains. So, now that the healing has happened, what level of this distress remains? Is it down to a zero, down to a one? So what you can write on your sheet is, distress released from 10 to one. And a side note, we do this for family groupings too. Really dysfunctional family, one person, often a grandmother or an aunt, realizes there's something really wrong with the family, and then they're not going to come in because you know, they're living a chaotic life. So she comes in, and we do them all long distance. I've had families where there was drug addiction, alcoholism, super troubled kids, and grandparents who'd kicked them all out. And over time, we were able to heal all these different elements for the different people, so now they're a functioning family again. It is just so cool to see things like that happen. Okay, let's find out what the next healing is. Is there another healing on this page? Yes. Is it one of these? Yes. Is it this one? This one? This one? This one? Okay, relax. This is a more obscure statement. Say, I can, I do, and I do it very well. I can, I do, and I do it very well. Okay, relax for a minute. I often run into this with someone who has a great amount of internal self-doubt or has been taught that they're not competent or they're never going to be successful. Now let's check the toxic one. Say, I can't. I can't. And look how strong, I'm pushing really hard. So the aggregate here, there's enough people who have, I can't. Let's get that changed, right? You want to, want to say, I can, right? Okay, let's all say it just for fun. I can. I can. Okay, now let's say the whole thing once, and then we'll do the healing. I can, I, can, I, I do, and I, I do it very well. well. Okay, safe and appropriate for everyone to heal for this. Have we just healed for it? So try the toxic, I can't. I can't. Okay, we just healed for it, guys. So everyone say, I can. I can. Okay, now say the whole thing. I can, I, can. I do, and I do it very well. I'm pushing hard. Okay, so go ahead and write it up. We healed in a way that I've never done it before. You're, what you write is, I can, I do, and I do it very well. Because that is now part of your software. And any of you who had the words, I can't, it's gone. And if you already had, I can, I do, and I do it very well, you just strengthened it. So there's no, no harm here. So you've seen how Lyft works, and thank you so much for helping out. And if you have questions. What I'd like to do, though, uh, Brian, is to, if there's anyone here of aware of something that happened in them, I, I, 
and it, it may have actually been our lead person, or it might have been someone else. Does anyone else have anything they want to say or add uh, to their experience right now? I feel lighter. Thanks, Sharon. Anyone else have anything they want to share or not? I was reminded of some yoga, uh, some of the movements, and the things that you do to be particularly helpful, and they are uh, parallel. Oh, interesting. Thank you. It's also like tapping, which is uh, something I've been getting in touch with. Yeah, I, uh, one of the psychotherapists was watching me and said, oh, yeah, he quoted some study about this, and he quoted some study about something else I do. And I said, well, okay, if you say so, I just do what works. Uh, is this uh, similar to affirmation? In one sense, yes, because we're using words to write into the software. In one sense, no, because affirmations are on the conscious level. And the conscious level never gets into the sub. Well, I take it back. There's some I've encountered some healing system. I do not remember the name, using affirmations. But you have to say them a thousand times a day. One affirmation a thousand times a day for ninety days for it to get into your subconscious. And you notice here we did uh, we did one in three minutes. I happen to like efficiency. Well, I'm afraid we do have to end for the day, Brian. Again, folks, we've been speaking with Brian Eastman. We've been talking about Alt-Med here today for Spirit in Action. Brian is the, I guess, innovator of a system called LIFT, L-I-I-F-T. And on liift.info, you can get in contact with him. He's happy to provide information about other Alt-Med resources that you may have. This is a ministry in addition to the kind of work that he does. So the, the ministry part of it just means come to him, and he's going to do what he can for the healing of the world, which is why we've had him here for Spirit in Action. Absolutely. There's no requirement to believe anything, but if you call, I trust you'll have believed that you're ready to get something a better life than you have now. And so I want to thank you so much, Brian. The healing, even in this little room, and I, perhaps some of you in listeners out in radio world have experienced something by listening to this. Remember to post a comment on org. We'd love your feedback. And I want to thank you so much, Brian, for doing healing work for the world, for healing yourself, and going on to share that with the rest of the world, and for joining us today for Spirit in Action. It has been a pleasure. And again, folks, you can find this on the NorthernSpiritRadio.org website. I want to thank Andrew Jansen for production assistance on today's program. We'll see you next week for Spirit in Action. The theme music for this program is Turning of the World, performed by Sarah Thompson. This Spirit in Action program is an effort of Northern Spirit Radio. You can listen to our programs and find links and information about us and our guests on our website, northernspiritradio.org. Thank you for listening. I am your host, Mark Helpsmeet, and I welcome your comments and stories of those leading lives of spiritual fruit. May you find deep roots to support you and grow steadily toward the light. This is Spirit in Action. With every voice.